Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Bojack Horse Pod Presents Tuca and Bird Pod. I don't know what's happening. Today, we'll be talking about Tuca and Birdie Season 2, Episode 3, Kyle. I'm your host, Kirsten McKinnis, joined, as always, by the lovely Lindsay Wilson. Lindsay, I hope you're doing better than me. I'm doing fine. I'm sleepy. It's, I don't feel like we usually record like right after work. I guess you do fairly regularly, but it does feel like there's a little bit of like, okay, got to stay on post-work. You don't get that like 30 minutes of complaining, you know. Too bold, do you want to complain for 30 minutes real quick before <laughs> we start the podcast? I'm tired and fussy. <laughs> tired and fussy is the perfect way to describe my emotions mm-hmm. because I am so tired i had a migraine yesterday and so then i'm still kind of in like the aftermath of that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sleepy when people are listening to this kirsten however you'll be 30 that's right we talked about it briefly in the last podcast but it's happening it's happening and once again i i don't think anything will change for me one of my coworkers said that their girlfriend is turning 19 on the same day i turned 30 and that uh, that made my stomach do a little flip-flop because <laughs> i was just like people whose girlfriends are 19 and it's an age-appropriate girlfriend are mm. working in the same place as me it feels weird oh god i was like i assume this is an age appro- inappropriate situation no it was an age-appropriate situation yeah. Wow, that's troubling. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man, this guy's so young. <laughs> <laughs> also, I know you can't hear it, but I do want to say to the listeners in case they can hear it, I'm sorry for whatever the hell's happening outside of my house. I just feel like if I can't hear it, why would they be able to hear it? I don't know. I always hear things that I didn't realize were happening. Once I go through an edit, I will try to take mm-hmm. it out. It'll be fine. Well, then I would like to apologize to the listeners for whatever is going on over here. Because <laughs> there is some bumping and thumping upstairs. <laughs> Usually the stuff that I pick up that I didn't realize is like if one of us is typing. It's like if we do our, mm. our in-the-moment Googling. It's like dippity tappity. Yeah, my keyboard is loud too and it's right under my microphone and I will not be changing either of those things. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I'm turning 30. Nothing is changing. You're tired <laughs> and fussy. I'm also mm-hmm. tired and fussy. I have a presentation tomorrow. We're always recording and I'm like doing pointless activities the next day. Did you say pointless activities? Yeah. I think presenting is a really useful skill. Yeah, not this though. This is like a nonsense study that we had to do for class. And so it's like, I have a lot of limitations because this is all garbage. So let me spend a long time telling you why this is garbage. It's a waste of time. I told you to quit your (laughs) PhD many times. Yeah. And I'm beginning to think that you have no intention of quitting your PhD. <laughs> and so honestly, if you're not going to quit your PhD, you can't complain about it. <laughs> I do think about it a lot. <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm sorry you have to do a dumb presentation. Thank you. I have to go get my driver's license renewed tomorrow. Mm. Because I realized today, well, actually, I realized a couple weeks ago that mine was going to expire on my birthday. Mm. but every time I tried to log in to make an online appointment, it said appointment system not available and Mm -hmm. I couldn't make an appointment. But then I was able to make an appointment today for tomorrow morning. Nice. Sounds not fun, but so responsible. Gotta have a driver's license. Hopefully they give me one for more than freaking two years this time. 
Two years? Did you just get your driver's license? <laughs> no, I've had, I've been a fully licensed driver for coming up on 10 years. I think they just made it expire when my Alberta license was going to expire. Uh, and nonsense. I think that that's not okay. I don't think that what they did was appropriate. And I'm really annoyed. I Because it yeah. didn't even occur to me that my license would be expiring because they're for five years. Mm-hmm. They just gave me one for two years and yeah, I'm a fully no licensed driver, no like bad driving record, nothing like that. I know oh. of people with DUIs that had an easier <laughs> time getting their license here. Wow, that's incredible. That sucks. No good. I should I'm check pissed. mine. See if they did any. Oh, check like live on, on the pod. Where's your purse? Is it close Downs- by? Downstairs. Oh, it's god damn it. I always forget you have multiple floors because you're <laughs> Roman off. <laughs> which, which one should I be? <laughs> Mm, the one that may have lived. <laughs> good, good. Should we let the people know what time it is right now? I think we should. Okay, well, then it's time for What Time Is It Right Now? Sponsored by Brian Skelly. <laughs> what time is it? I love that he's sponsoring the podcast now. <laughs> I know. I can't wait until he starts listening again and finds out. <laughs> So today is Wednesday, November 23rd, 2022 at 5.11 p.m. in the Pacific time zone, 8.11 p.m. in New York, 1.11 a.m. on Thursday, November 24th in London, and 9.11 a.m. on Thursday, November 24th in Hong Kong. And that is what time it is right now, sponsored by Brian Scatley. <laughs> Amazing. Should we talk about what holidays it is? Definitely, Yes. So this episode is going to be released on Tuesday, November 29th, 2022, the last day that Cameron is 29. (laughs) My God, did you do anything for his champagne birthday last year? It's this year. No, he's turning 30 this year. Oh, the 30th is his birthday. God damn it. (laughs) By looking at the 29th, I was like, oh, he is 29. (laughs) I I know his birthday is the 30th. What are you doing for his champagne birthday this year? can't tell you because he is within earshot but uh, here type he doesn't know we're going for sushi (laughs) and i will read it on the podcast he knows that we are going for sushi so that's okay i'm fine (laughs) sushi it is (laughs) you should get him the helium balloons that say 30 and then Mm -hmm. a bottle of champagne and then take a cute picture of him holding the champagne (laughs) and the umbrella the balloons i -hmm. wanted that for my champagne birthday when i turned 25 and my sister knew i wanted it and she went to my ex-boyfriend and said she wants a bottle of champagne and the the 25 balloons so she can take a picture and I woke up on my 25th birthday to a circle balloon that said happy birthday, like tied to a bottle of champagne. And I was like, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> the last birthday with that boyfriend. And it speaks for itself. <laughs> I literally locked myself in the bathroom to cry about it. Because I was like, well, he tried. But he had very oh, specific God. instructions for my sister. And he did not do He them. did not follow through. I mean, really, how hard would it have been? I don't know why I just triggered myself. <laughs> <laughs> I could have just said nothing. Oh, God. We appreciate your openness. <laughs> Anyways, I was really upset. And Vianna was also like, I told him exactly what to get. I don't. I'm so sorry. 
<laughs> Sorry, this didn't happen for you. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. It's just, you know, a day I can never get back. <laughs> Anyways, back to Tuesday, November 29th, 2022. It is customer is wrong day. Mm. So do not ask to speak to a manager today. Do you think that's like a post Cyber Monday, Black Friday situation where everyone's being a nightmare? Yes, absolutely. And I would say in general, the customer is always wrong, except mm. me in the saga with my bed frame, which I can be seen on Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> then I was which right. did get resolved. Well, I need to take the bed frame to a dumpster and take a picture of it, and then it will be finally fully resolved. <laughs> we're, we're getting there. It is electronic greeting card day which is observed annually on both the 29th and 17th of november okay why is it twice in one month <laughs> twice in one month and also why do we need it even once i'm gonna send you one of those like zim zam <laughs> cards where it's like your face on like an elf or something <laughs> tuesdays am i right <laughs> classic tuesdays speaking of tuesdays it is giving tuesday which is a time to donate to charity with what's left after you've done your shopping, I guess. I think it should be giving, <laughs> well, it should be on Thanksgiving. It should be mm. Thanksgiving Before Thursday. You spend money on stuff you and don't then need. you give money to charity first instead of paying yourself first. I like that. I recommend donating to the Humane Society, the Canadian Cancer Society, and the Brain Tumor Foundation and Planned Parenthood. Yes. What do you recommend, Lindsay? Those are great options. I love it. <laughs> They're okay. all very good. Perfect. It is International Day of Solidarity with the Palestinian people. Okay. I do think that we need a... I know we've talked about in this podcast before. I think a, a common sense approach with a human <laughs> rights lens is really what we need here. Really what we need. We have talked about it on the podcast. Why have we talked about that more than once on this podcast about a cartoon horse? <laughs> oh my god it took me a second i was like why did we talk about it and then i yeah, um, bojack <laughs> i do believe it was bojack it is also national chocolates day all right i'd nice love sport. to partake yep it is national lemon cream pie day which okay. i think is lemon meringue pie yeah probably. i don't They're think very similar a, the picture looks like a lemon meringue pie mm -hmm. but once again not for me yeah one's cream one's egg whites Oh, wait, but the, it's a meringue on top, though. Would the cream look like egg, like a meringue when it cooks? Oh, I see. I'm wondering it if it's just like whipped cream on top. <laughs> oh, maybe. I don't know. Either way, not for you. It actually looks like maybe it's like the lemon and then a layer of like Cool Whip and then meringue on top is what it kind of looks like. Ho extra horrifying. <laughs> it is National Square Dance Day. Did you have to take square dancing in gym class? In grade four, they made us take square dancing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where did I hear about this? I feel like maybe it was on your wrong about. They recently talked about this, how it was like part of an actual like white supremacist thing by one of the presidents. Oh, they were like, honestly, you young people are too in. You young people are too into jazz, and it's corrupting you. So we need to reintroduce wholesome values. Uh, yeah, we gotta. You gotta listen to country music and dance in formation. <laughs> do si do. Anyways, I'm glad I only did it in school one year and then never again. Um, <laughs> I think we did it in maybe wow. grade seven or something. You were earlier than we were. Listen, it could have been grade four, grade seven. Same thing to me. Same I thing. don't know. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it was grade five. Who am Maybe. I to know? 
you can say last but certainly not least it is throw out your leftovers day clean your fridge out everybody it's time yeah you think that's just like people saving their thanksgiving leftovers for a really long time friday i think it's like monday tuesday five days probably time i mean i think you probably like monday is probably the last time you can get away with eating any of your leftover thanksgiving food and even then like be careful about smells yeah, I think they say four days after, including the day you make it. Something like that. It's the general rule. I don't know, but I also feel like I don't follow food safe rules the same way other people do because like I'm, I'm not eating meat, so I feel like it's mm. less important. Yeah. Maybe that's not know. true. I did hear on maintenance phase that uh, <laughs> vegetables exactly are like the biggest source of food poisoning. But like, then I would be getting it the first time I eat it, right? Like, mm. it's not just magically going to grow listeria in my fridge. Yes, that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Oh, man. Anyways, Tuca and Birdie, season yes. two, episode three. Kyle. Yeah. Weird episode. <laughs> it was very weird. I would agree. Mm, yeah. I didn't know what to expect. I think I was just like, oh, probably there's going to be a love triangle, perhaps. Thankfully, no. Yeah. Something. I don't know what I was expecting. Definitely was not expecting the personification of Birdie's confident bro self. I, I'm, and this episode, I think, has a higher rating on IMDb than the Jelly Lakes does. So mm-hmm. I once again, IMDb raiders <laughs> are misogynists. They do love an episode with a main character that's a man. You're right. <laughs> You're speaking a lot of hard truths. Oh, God. A nightmare. <laughs> oh, man. What did you think? You just, it's weird. You agree? It was weird. I kind of liked it. It had a few moments that I thought were quite good, but it was definitely not my favorite episode of Tuca and Birdie. Yes, I would agree. Yeah. So the start of the episode, which again, was very out of place with the yes. rest of the episode. Mm-hmm. Tuka, Birdie, and Speckle, they are hiking to have a picnic and they're very excited. Like, this is a great way to end the weekend. Like, no plans, no expectations, blah, blah, blah. Tuka says she is living a no plans lifestyle. And then, like, a gr- the gray cloud of Monday just consumes them. Yes. <laughs> Which, I mean, I understand people getting anxious on Sunday night. Well, it, it did feel very out of place. And I think this was the first one this season that didn't have kind of a cold open. So I assumed this was going to be a cold open. And then it yeah. wasn't. It was just like, this is nothing. It's like, why not just have this as the cold open? Mm-hmm. Why did they put this after the credits? It was extremely strange. And yeah. then I thought, and please correct me if I'm wrong, because we know that I famously cannot see so the gray cloud of monday consumes them and i thought this whole episode was gonna be like monday tuesday wednesday and i think they only do it for monday and tuesday right or did i just miss all of them i just missed (laughs) i i caught i saw the monday i saw the tuesday and then i was like where are the other days of the week i totally (laughs) missed where it said what day of the week it was on each of the other ones and i was like yeah (laughs) why would they do this only for two days thank thankfully i'm just blind yeah, no, they did it for all the days. A couple of them, I can't remember exactly what all of them were, but I think the one that you probably would have been the most likely to miss is that the boss guy, whatever his name is, something with an H, what's his name? His name is Holland. Holland, yes. Holland has a plant on his desk and the like 
vines of the plants spell out Wednesday or something. Oh, okay. So they just started getting less obvious yeah. after the yeah. Tuesday. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I was never <laughs> going to see any of the other ones. I no. feel fine with this. <laughs> I can't and remember I'm... what the other one was. It might have been just like some of the baked goods ingredients. I don't know. Anyway, they weren't as obvious. I just know all of the horse and bird girls understand and do yes. not judge me for my lack of sight. They would never. I really do think I need to see an optometrist, though. My glasses are not the right prescription. <laughs> not cutting it. <laughs> it is not good. And it's always good, you know, like mid-afternoon, I get a headache pretty much every day. It's like, huh, hmm. maybe if I could see, this That's wouldn't sign. be happening. <laughs> but I don't have benefits hmm. to go to the optometrist until next September. Next September? I think I'm just going to have years. to pay. Yeah, of course, every two years. God yeah. forbid you do what the optometrist recommends and go every year. Yeah, God forbid, honestly. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, I should go to the eye doctor. I was like, nope, nope, hasn't been long enough. Anyways, it goes to Monday. Birdie is at work. She is miserable. Dirk is playing basketball and the hoop is against her wall, which is, I don't understand why this would ever happen, ever. Mm -hmm. So I had a former boss who one time had a little ball like this and was bouncing it off of his wall, not thinking about the fact that it was a shared wall. And oh eventually someone did come in and say, you simply must stop. So he started doing it against his door instead, which I still think is probably pretty obnoxious. Yeah, I have one coworker who bounces a ball against his door, but I don't work near his office, so it doesn't impact me. So I don't have an opinion on it. Mm -hmm. If it impacted me, I'd be furious. <laughs> Birdie comes out and asks him to stop, draws attention to the fact that there are tons of errors in his latest report, including spelling. And he says, oh, sorry, I don't know Oxford commas. I only know Columbia commas. <laughs> I did laugh yeah. at that one. It says on the front, it's like Dirk's report. And there's like two O's in report. It's pretty good. Report. Yes. That's just how Canadians say it. He just throws one last basketball before he gets to his report, though he complains a lot about it. And it literally like bounces across the whole office. It shatters the pot for the plant it like hits a lady it is extremely disruptive i don't understand why he's allowed to have a basketball hoop in the office if that's an outdoor activity yeah yeah no he ruins everything dark is terrible why is he still here i thought he had like found enlightenment with yeah, me too hr lady yeah maybe but... after he got almost burned at the stake by the cult he went back to his yeah. old ways you would think that would be a wake-up call though but i guess i don't know yeah, you would think. <laughs> Anyways, we move to Tuesday and Birdie wakes up and starts making pastries at breakfast time and she makes a ton and Speckle comes out and is like, whoa, you're shimmering so brightly this morning. <laughs> I love this because Birdie is clearly so happy baking and she's just like, it's Tuesday, like so much happier than she was on Monday. She's baking. Mm -hmm. She seems so jazzed. Like you're shimmering so brightly. And then he says, you're going to sell a million of these at work. Yes. So she's selling them at work. I wish, I think Tuesdays are worse than Mondays in general. Yeah, I think I've heard that Tuesdays are the most productive days or something, but we don't care about Not productivity. Not for me. <laughs> what do you think is um, your most productive day? Again, we don't care about productivity. It's not a measure um, of your worth. Yes, thank you. I do know that my productivity is not a measure of my worth and that laziness is a puritanical myth. Thank you. That's right. I don't think I have a most productive day because I think it really depends on the week and how I'm feeling. I think I probably have a three hours spurt of productivity once per week and it could happen any day. <laughs> it just really depends. Mm -hmm. Fair. 
should I have more than three hours of productive time per week? Probably. I don't have any say over that. (laughs) I think I might need those legal stimulants for ADHD and then I'd probably get a lot more done. Yeah, maybe. But at what cost? Listen, I saw a play in middle school about a kid who got hooked on meth and his life got a <laughs> lot better before it all fell apart. I only watched up to the intermission and his life seemed really good. <laughs> he didn't have to sleep. He was doing better at work. He was doing better at school. I just think we need to hear both sides. We're just asking questions. Oh, not that. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> Anyways, Tuka comes to work with Birdie to help her sell her pastries, and they're doing it underground because I guess this is an illegal activity at work. Mm-hmm. Illegal side hustle. All side hustles should be illegal, which I guess means <laughs> also this podcast, so maybe not. Maybe there's exceptions. People can support our side hustle at patreon.com slash bojackhorsepod. <laughs> if enough people support our side hustle, it could become the main hustle. That's all I'm okay. saying. But yeah, so they like sell the pastries out of Tuka's trench coat and they'll be like, I need four binders. And mm-hmm. HR lady does also possibly eat a stapler, which I think is very bizarre. But you know what, birds? Yes. Who knows what birds eat? Birds gonna bird. Bird's gonna bird. When Holland comes out to be like, what's going on? Why is Tuka here? Birdie says, it's bring your toucan to work day. And the boss calls his toucan, who is his friend, who is a firefighter. He says, I don't care about your job. I need you here. I need my friend. And the firefighter's like, literally setting out an apartment building fire and goes, sorry, my friend (laughs) needs me. And then Nicole Byron, the window goes, oh, it's okay. Friends come first. This was maybe my moment of the episode. I thought it was so funny. I was like, Harold, get down here immediately. I need my toucan at work today, and that's you. It was definitely the joke of the episode for me. Yeah, very good. Once they're done selling everything, they barely break even on selling this, but this is Birdie's passion, and Tuka wishes that she had a driving force like that, but she doesn't because she's equally exemplary at all things. That's right, yeah. What happened to Sweet Beak? Just nothing? I mean, I think that they needed like a a molting season miracle to get all the deliveries out and probably the press died down about the the pastry peat stuff and people Mm -hmm. stopped caring so much and she she had to move on with her life. Or maybe she like, I don't know, because we haven't really seen the conclusion of how Speckle and Birdie worked things out after the events of season one. So Mm -hmm. it's also possible that she gave up Sweet Beak because she needed to dedicate more time to her relationship or to her therapy. So Tuka tells Birdie she's on her own for the rest of the week so that Tuka can root out her passion like a passion pig and figure out (laughs) what she wants to do with her life. Mm -hmm. And is this where it turns to Wednesday? I think possibly... (laughs) it would make sense yeah i think so i don't think i have it written anywhere when the day changes again i only had it for monday and tuesday as well so clearly it must have died down yeah they were not as obvious okay so tuka is looking at the job i also just have everything in chronological order because it just kind of happens all in order so tuka is looking at all the available jobs there's a job at the sign making place there's there's many jobs and she says i could easily get carried away with any of these jobs which i laughed out loud yeah it was so good just like i could just like embed myself in any of these things and none of them were 
particularly like that outrageous she was like oh mm. i could like on signs or whatever like it wasn't a very glamorous job and she's like i could like really throw myself into all of these things i would love to work in a sign place i f- i followed this girl on tiktok for a while who her job is making the signs at the grocery store so she has like the black card stock and people tell her like we need one of this size of sign that says this product is on for this price that like through this time. And she just showed herself writing out the signs and it was, I was like, Oh, so this is my dream job. Cool. (laughs) So satisfying. (laughs) But you know, I have a complex about my printing, so maybe it wouldn't go so great. Famously. (laughs) Famously. Did we talk about that on the podcast? I think so. Yes. I think right. it was like the same day you were like, I texted Lindsay earlier to ask if oh, I right. should have a complex. Yes. Yes, I did do that. Okay. Tuki gets a job instantly working as, I guess, a crossing guard. Is that the job title? Traffic toucan? Yeah. She's like a, she's directing traffic, whatever you yeah. call that, traffic director. <laughs> I'm going to call her a traffic toucan. Yeah, she doesn't do anything to actually attempt to get the job. She just starts doing it. She just starts doing it and it becomes her job. Also, the noise Uh, has finally stopped, if anyone is wondering. I was. Thank you. (laughs) So Bertie goes to get her conference room because she is supposed to do a presentation to the sales team about, I don't know. Who knows? We have Birdie has one of those unimportant jobs. So I don't really know what what she was doing. (laughs) She had some sort of call. And the HR lady and Dirk and another employee who I do not recall are using the conference room to watch fail videos. Yeah, very good. And they're like, oh, we just want to watch one more. And they're annoyingly calling her mommy, which I hate. You know, Dirk is like, please, mom, can we watch one more video? You're my birth mom and I'm your little baby. Let me watch one more video. And I'm like, I I would murder this man on sight if I worked with him. He is a nightmare. We hate him. If someone specifically called me their birth mom. I would shed my human skin like it would not be good. Shed my human skin. (laughs) Oh, man. But Bertie tries to get them to leave like, okay, you've had one more video, time to go. And the video starts auto-playing the next thing on YouTube on Dirk's algorithm, I guess, which is Tasty Bakes hosted by Pastry Pete. Yeah, no good. And Bertie's face instantly is just one of total horror where she's like, no, not this asshole. And then he's being like, you may remember I was recently canceled due to a pattern of alleged behavior against a bunch of non-famous women. I I thought I would really hoped that we were done with this man. I thought we were. I was like, no, he's done. He got shit on by a hawk. We're done. Like, yeah, like I, I loved the story where he got shit on by a hawk. Mm-hmm. Yes. that was perfect that was the way i guess it's more realistic than mm-hmm. whatever memories he's getting a forgivey oh my god <sighs> what is this a crossover episode yuck anyways he wants to say he's sorry but he doesn't want to just say he's sorry he wants to bake it so here's his <laughs> recipe for sorry strudels yes step one is be accused of something and then move on yeah and so at the end of the episode he literally says after your dessert and your alleged victims have cooled down, then you can move on with your life. And he goes, it's easy to cancel. It's divine to forgive. Shut yeah. up. I hate yeah. him so much. He's terrible. We hate this. And like it immediately cuts to Bertie ranting about it, ranting about Dirk in therapy. But then she's like really talking about pastry beat. Yeah, she's mad at men again, which we've all been there. Yes, a lot. Um, 
her therapist says, let's look at your inner bird systems. Let's get under the hood and let's work through what's going on with you. Mm -hmm. So she tells Birdie to visualize a version of herself that is able to deal with her anxiety and defeat these men. Mm -hmm. Yes. And she's going to say later, the therapist is going to be like, any other time I've tried this, the people just picture themselves in a power suit. But in Birdie's case, she pictures a bro named Kyle. I love the idea of it being someone in a power suit. That's how Birdie pictured herself, right? Remember Birdie pictured herself that way when she was like imagining asking for the new job yes, or whatever? Yes, she did. That is <laughs> yeah. true. But no, it's a bro named Kyle. And is he chilling like a good guy? He is manspreading on top of her brain. I did, Like, what is this show? <laughs> He's chilling like a villain. <laughs> no. Uh, that killed I will me. Not be en- I will not be engaging. With <laughs> it this. killed me when Bernie was just like, "No, like a villain." <laughs> no, so good. Absolutely not. We go back to Tuka, who is a pretty intense traffic toucan. She is really mm-hmm. getting everything going. She's even helping the little ducks get to the pond where an old man bird is feeding them. I am disturbed by the fact that there are now. So in okay, in Bojack, <laughs> there is two types of chickens, right? There's the chickens yes. that were like the the human chickens, and then there was the chickens where they like didn't have like the brain capacity or whatever, and everyone ate them and were cannibals. Okay, yeah. Yeah. there was like the half human chickens. So in this bird world, all of the birds are half human, half mm-hmm. bird, but then there's also just pure bird birds. And so I'm like, well, how did they get the half human, half bird birds? <laughs> What's True. going on? Because we've also seen just turtle turtles. Like, wh- I am confused. And yeah. I know that RB Dub would be like, <laughs> just let it be. Just accept it as the R-B-Dub. art that it is. But I can't do that. <laughs> we cannot. We simply cannot. Like, I so casually said that. Like, oh, yeah, my friend RB Dub. I know exactly what he would say. <laughs> We're on a three initial basis. <laughs> <laughs> Which of my initials gets cut for that one? Oh, man. <laughs> tough. It's a tough decision. Mm, very tough. But yes, also this old man bird is feeding the ducks in the pond bread, and you are not, do not feed birds bread. It is yeah. very bad for them. Buy them oats or go to the pet store and buy food that is designed for them. Do not That's feed right. any any birds bread. It's not right. As people who follow my Instagram know, I feed the birds a lot, so I know. You know it's good for them. <laughs> Did I tell you I fed swans? No. We went so to... majestic. They were giant, Lindsay. Have mm-hmm. you ever seen a swan before? Yeah, they're huge. <laughs> I, I did not realize how much bigger than Canada geese they are. They're I was about to say Canada big. gooses. They make the, the Canada geese look like ducks and pigeons like in size like it's wild and I was just admiring them we were walking along and then this woman comes out of her car and she's like hey babies come here and she pulled out a big bag of food and fed them and like she always does and then she very kindly shared her swan food with me and let me feed the swan so incredible big moment in my life I'll send you (laughs) a picture Lindsay of me feeding the swan please do anyways back to Birdie's job Dirk is dribbling at his desk. Yes. I assume this is Thursday, just based on like the plot of the episode. Yeah. It's starting to make sense where the day breaks would have been. <laughs> yeah, that seems right. And like um, you can tell that Dirk is being a nightmare on the phone where he's like, oh, don't let the PC police hear you say that. 
Yeah, well, we listen, we've been new that Dirk is trash. He is a yes. rooster named Dirk. He's not good yeah. news. He's not good. So Birdie comes out and is like, can you please stop dribbling? I have a headache. Like, please stop. And he's like, me, 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 me. And then he just hangs up the phone and keeps dribbling because mm-hmm. he is not listening to her. He's terrible. But don't don't worry she has a bro in her head she listens to kyle's advice she calls dirk bro and he like instantly starts using a quieter like fidget toy instead of dribbling (laughs) he goes like bro and hugs her and then puts away his ball and everything's great (laughs) who knew that calling people bro was the answer to all of society's ills should i start calling you bro no please don't (laughs) i don't i don't think i think that maybe like 2012 kirsten would have been like hey what's up rotato chip <laughs> not rotato chip <laughs> okay protein powder uh but uh, this can be very quickly. <laughs> 2022 kirsten is not interested in mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. yeah no no good i don't think oh, i can pull man. it off i think try saying it one time bro <laughs> yeah you bro. can't no <laughs> That, there we go. That's much better. <laughs> you needed. It's like how you never eat the first. You always throw away the first pancake. You just mm-hmm. had to throw away the first bro. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. I also did not know people throw away the first pancake because I grew up poor. We can't yeah, be wasting yeah. pancakes. <laughs> we would always just put it at the bottom of the pile so that, like, hopefully you wouldn't be the one to need it. It's like let your hunger, your siblings have it last. I actually don't know what's wrong with the first pancake. Why do you, throw you it sometimes away? burn it because the or it's not cooked evenly because the thing hasn't heated up evenly yet. Mm-hmm. I think my dad is just like really good at making pancakes, so it's, it's not possible. a concern. We um, definitely had like a charred first pancake a lot of the time. And then it's like, oh okay, well the kid who is the baddest gets the <laughs> charred pancake. Exactly. <laughs> oh man. Okay, so back to this episode. People have started canceling their orders for pastries from Birdie because everyone is eating pastry Pete stuff because he has installed a cart outside of her office selling his sorry strudels. Yeah, and everyone's looking at least embarrassed to be eating this stuff, but that doesn't stop them from buying it. And Birdie tries to confront some person and they're like, he did say sorry. Like, what do you want? Do you want to just disappear? I thought it was HR lady that she. Yeah, I think there are two... been a different bird. I think that aren't there two times where she does it? Maybe it was just HR lady because HR lady's it... like, I'm going to cancel my order. And she's like, oh, it's so hard to keep track of the bad thing that he did. Yeah, she's like, oh, yeah, you did something bad, right? It's so hard to keep track. And Birdie's like, he was extremely creepy with me and other birds. Oh. Like, what? And she goes, well, what do you think should happen? Like, do you think people should just go away forever? She's Which like, we yeah. talked about <laughs> this very specifically. We've already talked about, like, quote, cancel culture, mm-hmm. uh, which prefer to call consequences as adults yes. and we talked about this on i think grace came on the episode mm-hmm. with us and to talk about like yeah we don't expect people to just go away forever and die but maybe they don't need that same job in the spotlight that they had before maybe they could do something a little more under the radar that's right maybe they don't need that same platform and that same attention exactly but Birdie suggests sending them all to an island for bad men. <laughs> I did like this, too, because the way she pictures it is them all just, like, basically on a nice little pleasant camping trip, but it does end Well, except for the part where they're all around a campfire masturbating. <laughs> yeah, it starts with them being uh, seemingly is... more wholesome, and then it ends with this, like, no, circle jerk like... situation. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe Lindsay Wilson just said circle jerk. Kirsten um... his soul just left her body. <laughs> <laughs> 
I literally, my soul just left my body. Yeah, one of the worst things I've ever seen. And when she comes out of the like, <laughs> not fantasy, but like thought, she's like, mm, that's not that's quite not right. right. Yeah. <laughs> it is not. Yeah, right. no, not good. I was like, oh my, um, this took a turn. <laughs> so she starts brainstorming with Kyle about what she can do to defeat the sorry strudels. And they come up with an idea of a product that will be able to go against them and when she envisions this product it takes the manifestation of bro kyle out of her brain and into the world and he becomes a fully fledged man and he's tall he's a tall man he's very tall he's like no, tall drink of water okay <laughs> you love a tall man i know he's a bird but kyle's kind of hot <laughs> you love tall and toxic <laughs> I, listen i don't know what else to tell you so, so it'll be easier for him to help her Yes, he can help her because he is a physical entity now. And so they are going to start baking and they're giving up her expensive ingredients to go with like less expensive ingredients, which I'm like, why were you using the expensive (laughs) ingredients in the first place, Birdie? You were not breaking, like you were barely breaking even. Like, Mm -hmm. come on. Have you heard of a profit margin? Yeah, (laughs) she said it was Barely, barely even. Yeah. And I guess she was having a hard time buying bulk stuff before. So maybe that was still Yeah, now she has the muscle. That's right. He is like putting up a poster of like a naked plant lady in the apartment. And Speckle is like, what is going on? And he says, it's like having a stepson I don't understand or relate to at all. Let me go get a level, son. (laughs) I loved that so much. And then Tuga's like, uh, it just immediately knows who Isle is. And it's because she follows him on uh, social media. And he's like, that feeling when you're helping the girl who created you in therapy. (laughs) So funny. (laughs) He's like, yeah, it's it's obviously a manifestation of like Birdie's mind in the form of a bro. And she says, can I borrow him for a night of cheap sex? And Birdie says no what and she's and tuka says well why did you project him to be so hot that's on you <laughs> and tuka and and birdie says tuka don't have sex with my inner bird and tuka mm-hmm. says too late i already did yes and he's like immediately into her where he's like oh my god like should we just be together forever and tuka's like ah get it literally tuka is too enamored with the power she has directing traffic and she's talking mm-hmm. about how the power carries weight and Kyle is like, I want to support you while you follow your dreams. I want to build a life for you and take care of all of the house and child work while you pursue your passions. Is this love? She was like, get out, Kyle. Yep. Yep. And he does. And he leaves. So the product that they have created is called Edge Bread. Mm-hmm. Seems like this is probably Friday. <laughs> yeah, this is Friday now. There's like an energy drink in the bread, it seems. It really gets the bros amped up. Yes, you crush the can-shaped pastry on your head and drink the energy drink from inside and then eat the pastry, I guess. It seems bad. I get, listen, I think that there's probably several heart attacks coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think this is good. And Kyle also has like a whistle that I guess is at a frequency only bros can hear and it brings <laughs> everyone in to buy the edge bread and everyone loves it. Mm-hmm. And they sing a bro song. 
about all kinds of bros all across bro land. I didn't take notes on the whole song. I did laugh really hard at this. HR lady says that you can be a simple sweetie and uphold the patriarchy. Mm-hmm. I did like that. I didn't um, take notes either, but that's very good. Yeah. And then it instantly goes into a stanza about how being a bro isn't easy and about toxic masculinity, about how Dirk was told he's not allowed to cry, so he keeps his eyes dry and then gets really sad when he's drinking and he does not know why. All of the bros are like spitting on pastry peats. Sorry, Strudel as well while the song is going on which is like spitting is the most disgusting thing in the world that you can do like mm-hmm. absolutely not and then they talk about a competition between birdie and the woman selling pastry pete's products saying well if she's not losing you're not winning very they listen they described it all in one song yes <laughs> yeah and they are trying to convince birdie to like, like put this cup of spit in the batter or something and birdie's like no i'm not going to do it because she realizes that they're kind of in the same situation she sees this girl talking to pastry pete and realizes what's going on and then she gets bumped by the bros and spills it in there anyway so yeah very disgusting meanwhile tuka is using her power for bad and causing a car crash she leaves for lunch after causing all this havoc and then when she comes back she's been replaced by stop signs (laughs) because they just took a long time to come in because the person they hired at the sign making place mm-hmm. couldn't get it together. And then we see it's a dapper dog was writing like a very long sign. Yeah, it was really good. Tuka's like, this sign will go mad with power too. Just you wait and see. Yeah, then she like gives the sign a dirty look. It's very funny. Mm-hmm. She also punts uh, the baby ducks, which is not ideal. Yeah, I wish she hadn't done that. But listen, yeah. she went mad with power. Now, all of the bro situation outside of Birdie's office has turned into a full-on brawl. And Birdie mm-hmm. tries to give the woman a heads up not to sell the products from Pastry Pete's stand because they're spitting them. And she just gets told, like, shut up, you dumb bitch. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, my God. Like, that's mm-hmm. a lot. Yeah, it's no good. And the bros also, like, set Birdie's heart on fire in the midst of all this. But then Tuka, she always saves yeah. the day. Like, every episode, she's intervening. Yeah, thankfully, I feel like Tuka is very good at walking into an absolute dumpster fire and being like, listen, I've got three things to do and I'm going to set this straight. Mm -hmm. So Tuka does have a second of thinking if using her traffic skills to calm things down will set her back on a like path to crime again. Mm -hmm. But she decides that she has to. She uses her skills to calm everyone down. She teaches the bros to feed the ducks and... She uses her traffic whistle to send Kyle back inside Birdie's brain. Yes, she took a night class, so she's fluent in bro. I I could see that for her. I really can. Listen, she's exemplary at all things. She is. She really is. Birdie decides that she's going to stop with all of this because integrity is too important to worry about crushing others. And she talks about just like, bros are gross. They're ass gross. Like, Mm -hmm. disgusting. Yes. Yeah, and then this all wraps up with Birdie telling Holland that she's had a side hustle and now she's going to bake office birthday cakes. Yeah, so they're going to pay her from the, like, I don't know, petty cash to make Mm -hmm. birthday cakes for everyone's birthday. This was so tragic. (laughs) Dirk has his birthday on Monday and he has requested a cake shaped like a football that says, you are loved. Uh, (laughs) And we see him walking and he, like, spills his coffee and he's like, you are loved, Dirk. You are love. Really sad, but also very funny. So Brittany goes back to work after writing like Dirk's birthday on her calendar. And Kyle is very bored in her brain. So she gives him a basketball net in her brain to keep his attention. And then he, she blinks every time he takes a shot. Yes, that's right. And then uh, post-credits scene, the epic fail guy from the videos is in therapy and he falls and he's like, I just want to be good at something. 
Yeah, he's talking about how he feels like he's a failure at everything that he tries. Then he falls off the therapy couch and the font comes up and is like, therapy, fail. (laughs) So we have three emails. What? Okay, lay them on me. Okay, I'm just going to read them (laughs) in the order in which... I'm going to read them in the order in which they were received. This first one is from Maddie. Wait, like our Maddie or like a different Maddie? Nope. M-A-D-D-I-E. Uh, oh, <laughs> got it. Yep. I've been loving watching Tuka and Birdie along with you. I just want to point out in the infamous Yeast Week episode in which Tuka ate her unfertilized egg, and I thought someone else would point this out, but it's actually very common for birds to eat their unfertilized eggs. My friend had a pet bird who would do this a few times, which is weird theoretically, but apparently it's very protein rich, and this happens with other eggs egg-laying animals like fish, sharks, and snails. I would like to go back in time to before I knew that. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I said it was funny because uh, we did have a chicken at one point in the history of my family farm, and that chicken went around eating eggs, <laughs> and we named her Hannibal. We've got to move on. I have I no notes. That's perfect. <laughs> yes, and Maddie concludes by saying, also, Tuca and Birdie has been trending on Netflix in Australia, and I believe it is solely because of your amazing podcast. Oh my god, are we on the charts in Australia? I don't know. Not usually. <laughs> Let's find out. Let's find out. Oh, we are out of the charts in Australia. Oh god. But so we've moved up three spots in South Korea to number 102. And nice. we're, we have shot up 70 spots in Sweden to number 86. So... Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Swedes. Hello, Sweden. <laughs> I love Ikea. True. I don't oh know my god. Much else about your culture. Oh, we love to see it. Christina also wrote in and said, So glad the podcast is continuing. Yeah. This is actually about this episode, season two, episode three. And Christina said, I have some thoughts on this episode. Not really the meat and potatoes of it, but some aspects. First of all, as someone who bakes, I have to say that Birdie's baking always frustrates me. I know it's a cartoon, but the idea that she's whipping out pastry dough the way she does is so unrealistic. The episode where she battles pastry Pete and a croissant cook-off is like, who's making croissants in one evening? That shit takes the whole weekend. (laughs) Maybe pastry works different in Birdtown. Yes, maybe. Then Christina says, on a more serious note, I do want to touch on baking a bit more. Particularly, I want to focus on the food industry and how highly toxic it is. I know we have more media portraying this now, but I still don't think it's talked about enough. I used to work as a baker and I worked for a boss who praised himself on how much nicer he was than his previous mentors, teachers, head chefs, etc. But he definitely took some lessons from them and the industry itself thrives on the essentials of capitalism. Paying people as little as possible, having them do most of the work, and then convincing them they're getting more than a paycheck, they're getting experience. And then Christina concludes by saying... They thrive off a cycle of abuse and create environments where you are left with the option to either quit or shed some level of humanity to endure the abuse and carry on. Personally, I don't think it's a coincidence that Birdie was abused in a bakery. What are your thoughts? That made me sad. Yeah, I mean, I have no additional thoughts. I just, yeah, thank you, Christina, for that perspective. We've seen it's being portrayed more, this toxicity in that industry. And I do think that it's a good point of like, it's probably not a coincidence that this person is like drunk with power and abusing women with it. It's the least surprising thing at all that someone in a situation where they have total control is going to abuse that control like it just it's what always what's that saying absolute power corrupts absolutely (laughs) i think i've heard that one before yes yes christina also said happy indigenous people's day so oh thank you christina thank you and then lastly i apologize if i say this incorrectly but this person's name is zlatina maria okay and they say just started rewatching Bojack and listening to your podcast. I started with the episode I am currently on, and then I went back to one of my favorites, Fish Out of Water. 
Oh, no. I think the seahorse story isn't irrelevant to the plot. I just think it's there to show us that Bojack does have some redeemable qualities when he's not wasted all the time. Remember, he couldn't drink at the beginning of this episode. Also, he does go back to being an absolute asshole as soon as he goes back to the hotel and they give him the butt plug vodka. I think that's a good point. (laughs) That is a very good point. I'm sorry that we spent the whole hour sitting (laughs) on your favorite episode. I hope you enjoyed Martha's dolphin impression. That's right. And then they also say another fun fact, the guy who accepts the Oscar in Sarah Lynn's speech is actually her stepfather who homeschooled her and is implied to have been a creep toward her. Um, Yes, Yes, because he's a bear. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, we've touched on that, but thank you for flagging it. And they say, I know these episodes are super old, but I thought you might enjoy those takes. It's a great show, partly because of how many layers it has. And we agree. We agree. We love it. Any any feedback anyone wants to give? Listen, where's Hazel's feedback on her third time through? That's what I'd like to know. I want to know how your thoughts evolve, you know, as you go through the show. Exactly. Yes. That's all. No other feedback. Amazing. Well, that is it. That's all. If you would like to hear more from Lindsay, you can listen to the podcast of tomorrow where she talks about Futurama. You can listen to the What We Do in the Shadows post show recap. You can listen to The Simpsons then and now. You can listen to the Renap Sleepover episode. <laughs> and Lindsay just talked about the crown over on post show recaps as well. If you'd like to hear more from me, you can hear me every week breaking down pop culture trending topics and celeb gossip over on Mess Magnets. This week was more of a discussion of antitrust laws, so (laughs) your mileage may vary, as well as breaking down the real love boat on Paramount Plus over on Rob Has a Podcast with Rob and Jenny. You can follow me everywhere at Kirsten Said What. If you would like to talk more with us, you can email us bojackhorsepod at gmail.com or tweet us at bojackhorsepod. Once again, sorry that my lack of executive function results in Lindsay having to use social media. But we will be back next week for season two, episode four of Tuke and Birdie, Nighttime Friend. See you then. Bye.